for a bit where he just goes, I'm your dad. That's me. <laughs> so can anyone do me a favor and tell me if the stream is going through right now? It is. We're live! And We're since, live! Uh, somebody already tweeted about it, I'm going to be bad and not tweet about it. So if you have Twitter and want to just retweet the <laughs> live stream announcement that someone else made, I think it was Corey, then please do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip my last minute tweet because someone already did it. So thank you. Um, let me well, get my notes open. Me, but... Well, somebody with a Twitter did it that plays in this podcast. I do not have it memorized too. Um, <laughs> I'm not that good. So long time no see, everybody. We took a little bit of a break because life had me in a really strong chokehold, but now I'm de-stressed, more mostly de-stressed and ready to go. Um, if you're new here, my name is Avery and I will be your lead idiot, or should I say dungeon master for tonight. I use they, he pronouns, and before we jump into today's session, I'm going to have all the players go around and introduce themselves. So I'm just going to start at the top. We have our dynamic duo who is playing in a different location and playing together in person. So Alicia and Flux, you want to go? Hi. Hi, my name is Alicia. Uh, I use she, her pronouns, and I'm going to be playing Callie, who also uses she, her pronouns. Hi, I'm Lexi. I got uh, here. Nobody here today. I play as Kokia, goes by PC or the opponents. And then Caleb, if you're up to it. Hi, I'm Caleb. I use they, them pronouns. I play friends who uses he and they right now. And Corey. Oh. Corey, my pronouns are he, they, and I play Lim, whose pronouns are also he, they. And then Stormy. Hi, my name's Stormy. I use he, him pronouns. I am playing Finn Goldenrod, who also uses he, him pronouns. And then last but not least, we have Hale, who is going to be late tonight or potentially missing it. They had an appointment. Either way, Hale uses they, he pronouns and plays Basil, uh, he, him. So that's a little introduction for you. And kind of connected to introductions and getting our setup. If you missed earlier episodes or if you're not able to watch the whole episode live tonight, don't worry. We do have a YouTube. So if you search Mothcat Gaming on YouTube or mistakes are made on Spotify, you can catch up. So I believe it's one through six that's on YouTube right now. And then Spotify, we only have one through three up, but we hope to get the rest of them up soon. And kind of continuing the setup. Uh, as you notice, the mature filter is on, which means that both streamers and viewers should be over 18. I do this not because I plan this to be super raunchy, but because of the violence and like the very improv nature where we never really know what's going to happen. Viewer description is advised. So um, for triggers, common triggers you can see in D&D are violence and combat, you know, swearing, potty humor, mind control, amnesia, betrayal, backstabbing, any other... Um, Triggers that come up will be added to the YouTube description, so if you're really concerned about triggers, wait till the uh, episode appears on YouTube, and then you'll have all the triggers there for you. This episode is going to run 9.10 to 10.45 with a five-minute break, somewhere-ish halfway. Usually it's not quite halfway, but somewhere in the middle there. Um, kind of continuing this, I want to take 
not take. I just want to say a big thank you to the cast for supporting me, working hard on the wiki and transcripts, and being and just playing with me and really letting me DM since I'm a big baby at this. I also want to thank um, the, the Little Churro on Twitter and Nido Sprout for making art for this podcast. We also have Weeb underscore Vic Art who also has made some art. And if you want to further support creators, whether it's artists or homebrew makers, we are in the process of adding credits to both social media and our wiki, so you can check out and support anyone and everyone who's been a part of this podcast through those sources. And if you don't know where to find those links, it is simple as going to Twitter. So if you were to go on Twitter, you could go to the profile MWM underscore pod, and we have a link that leads you to all of our links right on our Twitter. So thank you for listening to those disclaimers. And without further ado, let's get into the session recap. So tonight we pick off from last session. So last session, a.k.a. in episode 6, the party rested at a local inn called the Nocturnal Soul, who is at its own and operated by two vampires. The party got to know and um, the purple NPC that they recently rescued and met, and friends had a fireside chat with the party about their past and why they're looking for their daughter. Um, the next morning... I don't know why I said the next morning. No, it is the next morning. Okay, either way, last session... Finn also encountered a friendly calico dragon boy named Grant, who teached him how to ice skate. Um, friends and Lim and Sai took pictures with the Stephen, Stephen the fairy camera, who wanted Finn to fall, and it was a really funny moment. The party also reunited with their like, friend of sorts, I guess you could say, or acquaintance agent slash infobroker Farron, who gave them a vague but helpful information regarding many of the questions that they've been asking. Farron teleported the party to Finn's hometown, Skystead, which is located in the country of Oshell, to resolve some of Finn's lingering problems and answer the party's burning questions. Finn, upon arrival, immediately disguised himself using the Remnant skill patch and told the party that he knows where to go, leading them all towards his parents' church. And because it's been a while and because we might have some new folks, Adding on to that session recap, I just wanted to list some key points. So, key point number one, France has a daughter who is missing. She went missing after forging Anne's approval to go on a super dangerous mission where she was to serve as the bodyguard for the deity known as the Traveler. The Traveler is it's really unconfirmed what they are, but they're probably a demigod at this point. Um, it's unclear why the Raven Queen and her siblings hate them, but they do, and... They likely want to hurt or kill the Traveler. You're still kind of figuring those details out. The Traveler is sick and elusive. You don't know where they are. Gods have the ability to corrupt people and force them to share their morality alignment. Other gods, including demigods, seem to be the only things capable of uh, curing people of corruption. Finn's warlock patron is mysterious and elusive, and and although his party members are unaware of it, in a dream, another patron introduced themselves to Finn and didn't quite offer, but kind of made their made their presence known so Finn has some thinking to do about patrons. Um, that patron that was introduced is a tarot patron from my own original homebrew uh, pact of the tarot patron. The party's current goal is to learn more about corruption, gain guild patches so they can enter Remembrance Guild buildings and gain access to databases and to help find Ferenz's daughter. They also have a goal of learning about Finn's parents and figuring out what nefarious things have been happening at the local church in Skystead. So, 
everybody. We start with Farron uh, having teleported you to Skystead directly from the Draco Republic. Um, because the Draco Republic was very wintry, you were bundled up in winter gear, you're looking really out of place right now. You're like, you're wearing like way too many layers. Like it is fall, so it's chilly, but you have like full on winter gear, so you look ridiculous. You're a little bit sweaty, a little bit uncomfortable. Um, Skystead is like a flat town surrounded by farmland. There's a lot of cobblestone roads and wooden buildings. There's a small town square where holidays and festivals take place. Uh, the town is ruled by a council of five elders who kind of call the shots. And it has this whole area has a really like small town America. If you've seen Footloose, Footloose sort of vibe. No one here really has secrets. And it's pretty obvious because of the small town nature of this location that you are outsiders. The area you're in right now is the southern outskirts of town. So you're not quite in town yet. You can see in the distance some buildings, which there's probably a tavern, general store, that sort of stuff. Um, but right now you're really on, if you look at the... Let me make sure the map's on the right thing. As you can see from the Roll20 map, you're on this like dirt road. There's some leaves having changed color from the seasons. Um, some leaves are already falling off onto the ground. You um, need to walk into town and... Um, as you kind of process that Farron's leaving again after leaving you with both answers and more questions, you realize, um, actually, you know what? I'm not going to say that. Why don't you all do a perception check real quick for me? First roll of the night. Let's do it. <laughs> Three. Oh, boy. Uh -oh. oh, yeah. It's going to be a good one today. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I think Finn is more concerned with making sure his disguise is okay and not paying attention to him. Oh yeah, guys. It's going to be a good night. Whoa! First nat 20 of the night. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nat <laughs> you can get into the future. <laughs> Either that or that's going to be the only good role we have. <laughs> right? It's not bad. So, is oh, friends, Lim, and Finn the only one doing perception checks right now? Uh, Callie should be coming through soon. Okay. There we go. There we go. We got Coco. I mean, if you don't want to look, that's fine. I was just... <laughs> Callie's like, I don't see anything. Just kidding. I rolled an 18. I don't know why it's not coming through. Okay, I believe you. So, okay. um, I will that's all right. You yeah, you can just tell me if you need to. Um, if that's fine. I trust you. So, Everyone but um, Finn seems to realize that <laughs> as you all were talking after being teleported, it's like you were talking and kind of like playing with Farron a bit. At least Friends was. They were kind of... I remember Friends trying to pickpocket Farron and that was pretty funny. Anyway, you all... Um, everyone except Finn. So I guess Finn, I guess you were just too distracted and worried about your skies. But as you were talking, hmm. um, people were walking on this path, right? And so as you were walking, um, you failed everyone but Finn realized that there'd be like someone's looking at him and you all turn to see there's a little turtle girl wearing like overalls. Um, she's got like a painted red shell. Um, and on her shell she has the symbol of uh Kadros, who is one of the screen's brother. Um 
She appeared to be carrying a basket of apples, which upon seeing you, she has dropped, and they're now all rolling across the ground, and she apparently is so shocked to see all of you that she's just standing there with her mouth wide open, just kind of waiting for you to explain yourselves. In disguise. So I want to submit a correction. Last time, I believe I said I look like Matt Mercer circa the beginning of campaign two of Critical Role. I actually want to look like Matt Mercer at the start of Alexandria Unlimited, so kind of longer brown hair uh, with the little beard thing that he has. Um, I look like a pale-skinned human, and I think I... You know what? I want to be wearing vestments of Kadros, but, like, a little bit different than what they would be wearing here. Um, Like, maybe, like, I'm wearing, like, an extra sash over it or something to be like, oh, I'm from out of town. Um, And immediately I just run over and I'm like... Oh dear, oh, let me help you with those. Um, and I, I just bend down and I start helping them put them back in. I'm so sorry if I frightened you. So it takes her like a second to regain her composure and she just goes, Uh, thank you, I think. Um, are, are you demons? Because my mommy said only demons can do that. I gesture to the fact that I'm wearing vestments of cantrips. <laughs> and I just go, well, it would be a little mean for a devil to pretend to be from your faith, wouldn't it? She kind of squints and like really stares at your little um, cadre symbol, which is a three-eyed raven. Mm. And just like slowly, ever so slowly, she goes, yeah. I guess that makes sense, and um, she kind of gives the whole party a once-over, and then she says, So are you here for the festival? Yes! Would Finn know what (laughs) this festival is? Um... Well, because this is my own town, right? Yeah, I'm gonna say that but you, how how long has has Finn been away from his hometown? Oh, um, a little under a year, I think. A little under a year. So why don't you yeah. roll history with advantage? Wait, hold on. Seventeen. Okay. Yeah. So, um. You're not really sure what exact festival it is because your hometown has a lot of festivals during like the harvest season, the fall season, but you know it's probably one of the fall ones and that it's a big deal and it tends to lead a lot of really to a lot of church gatherings, like more um, people go to church more than often, they go to church longer um, than usual. Um, if there was a good time to get a lot of people in one space, t- one space and corrupt them, this would be a great time to do it. So, um, Mm-hmm. You might want to you might want to get to work and figure out who's getting corrupted, where and how you can stop it. In character, I just I played dumb and I go, "No, I was well, admittedly it is a little selfish. I merely wanted to pass through here because I heard that there were other servants of Kadros who were um quite enthusiastic, and I wanted to see 
kind of learn their secret how they do it. You wouldn't happen to know who these people are, would you? Well, she goes, I'm really bad at names, but a lot of, like, the big bossy church people are supposed to be wandering the streets for the festival in, like, a in like a line. I think my mommy called it a, a parade or something. Um, so that's happening, you know, in town. I kind of, I, I don't know why you like that that much, because I like the food styles better. The food's really yummy. As the turtle girl says, uh, everyone all together, I look at the party and I'm, I make like an oh shit face. And then I turn back and I'm just like, that sounds wonderful. Sounds like an excellent time for me to get some answers. I know you said you're bad with names, but would, would you be so kind as to lead us to around where this would be? Yeah, I'm bad with names, but I know faces. And honestly, I come up with nicknames that are way better. Like, there's this one ASMR lady that's so mean, so I just call her Poo Poo Pee Pee Head. My mommy says I can't say that out loud, but you, you seem like you could keep a secret, so I'm going to tell you. Oh. I will not tell this mean lady that you called her that. I like you already. <laughs> oh god, if only she knew. Uh, <laughs> this whole time. Um, I, do, I don't have to recognize this kid, do I? It's a small um, town, right? So. Yeah, so... Um, you know what? I'm not I gonna wouldn't say her name in character. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make you roll for this one, but you do recognize her. Um, she is the granddaughter of one of the local um, orchard owners, so that makes sense why she has a bunch of apples because her family mm. owns an orchard. Um, her name's Emily. Emily, okay. Yeah, and she's pretty young too. She's like, she's like six or something. She she's just a little kid. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I sort of get, like, the final apple into the basket, and I sort of look at my companions, and I go, Well, shall we to the... the festival? Why do I get the feeling this isn't the first time that we've followed a small child into, like, a mission before? <laughs> this is the first time on stream, to be fair. Valid. <laughs> yeah, because session zero off stream, it was little June. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I hope Jun's doing it. I hope Jun's doing okay. He deserves. Who was work. grounded at the time, by the way? Who was hmm? grounded? Oh god! Oh, that's right. Well, this kid isn't grounded, so we're not going to be in as big a trouble. Yep. Jun's doing. Do, Jun's doing yeah. great, selling his horrendous pumpkin lemonade. <laughs> I think there's probably still a bottle of that pumpkin lemonade, like in Lim's bag. <laughs> Never drank it. Only bought it just to be nice. <laughs> I'll, I'll sort of gesture for the for Emily to sort of uh, like lead us into town kind of in the adult way of like you've got something important show me even oh, yeah. though I definitely know she, the way don't worry about it she is super excited <laughs> she goes I want to be a tour guide when I'm older I've been practicing I'm super good at it and Plot twist, she's not super good at it. She accidentally, <laughs> for the first five minutes, she accidentally leads you away from town, realizes she's going the wrong direction, and then you have to backtrack. And then you're finally on your way to town. 
So I'm going to switch the picture. Yay. So um, you are now on the outskirts of town. You're still in like the southern part. Um, there's like a stream that separates different parts of town. So you do end up crossing a bridge. And this town, this small town, it may be small, but it's so busy with the festival going on. So a lot of the businesses, whether it's you know, restaurants or clothing stores, a lot of them are closed because they have stalls out front that are like selling specialized goods just for the festival. So you can't really go in a lot of buildings right now because they're closed with stalls kind of blocking the way. Um, and she really is giving you a tour. She's like saying, oh, that's the, you know, this is the so-and-so store run by so-and-so. She's going into like much more detail than she really needs to. Um, there is quite a, there is a fair crowd that, um, upon noticing all your winter gear, it kind of gives you like a weird look, but otherwise they don't really say anything. Um, so you're weaving through this crowd, um, and she's kind of leading you. Do you get, does anyone get distracted by the food? Do you want to stop by a stall? Um, who's, yeah, yeah, I get distracted by the food. <laughs> <laughs> Kokia does, of course. Cookie also still has her chef hat on from when she was cooking in the kitchen. Oh, that's right. I got food in it. All right, so, uh, Slux, why don't you roll a d4 for me, and I'll let you know what you find. You find a d4 on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you, you find a rock of biscuits, moon you found, a, you found the dice set. Yeah. Trying so hard not to correct Emily because I know where everything is, and she's like, "Oh, this is over here." And I'm like, "Actually, you're trying really yeah. hard not to correct her." I say this kid really struggles with directions, mixing up left and right, north and south. Like how she manages to get home, you don't know. So, <laughs> um, so dear, dear Kokia, so, um. You you really are trying to focus, but God, the smell of food, especially your like little um, chef's soul. You're like, I gotta stop, I gotta stop. So there's this one stall. It's run by this little this little frog person who's using a stool to like be seen over the table. The little frog is like just like red and red and black. Looks kind of like a ladybug almost. Um, they have gloves on, so you're not going to get poisoned, so don't worry about that. Um, and they are selling um, kebabs, so they got, like, chicken, um, peppers, uh, potatoes, like, a, basically a mix of chicken and vegetables on a stick, and then they have it grilled, and they look like, it looks like they um, have a, different a few different choices of sauces. One's labeled sweet, one's labeled spicy, and one's labeled inferno. Uh which do you do you get one what kind of sauce do you want it what's going on yeah i want to get like a all vegetable one and i want to get some of the i want to like get the sweet sauce on it but I also kind of want to get a little bit of the the inferno oh yeah oh yeah it's like when you choose the inferno so flux can you make a constitution saving throw for me <laughs> oh 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 so um 
you're eating this like there's i mean it tastes good but you're eating this like there's no spice in it at all meanwhile there's a there's a fur bold man who with um just like brown and white fur who comes up next to you and gets the same thing you're eating it fine yet he takes one bite and literal flames come out of his mouth <laughs> Kokia wishes she failed. I kind of wish I failed. <laughs> I, seeing this, uh, Lim would also like to try a kebab. All right, con saving throw. <laughs> and Story makes a good point. You can take another bite and make another con save and see what happens. There you go. <laughs> I'm down with that. I mean, you got to eat the whole kebab. I want to offer some to the dad as well. <laughs> Second bite, still immune. <laughs> Cookie is like, yeah, it's spicy, but not that spicy. <laughs> Ooh, tingly. <laughs> Trying to figure out whether or not Doodle will help herself. Well, do you want your Martin to breathe flames is the real question. I mean, yes, yes, but also I know because I don't think that a stoke can handle that. Yeah. So if you really want to breathe flames, I will let you choose to fail the con save if you want to have a little fiery time. Uh, I'll go ahead and fail it. All right, so it takes a it's, so you, you take one bite after another, and it's not till you are like halfway down the kebab that you feel heat rising in your throat, and you turn. Luckily, you turn away from the stall, and not only do you breathe fire, but you breathe fire after letting out like a super loud burp. That's hilarious. And the, the little the little uh, frog person that was manning the stand, um, their name is uh, their name is Honey. They just go. I'm glad I'm glad you like it so much. I a lot of people complain about the heat, but you, my friend, you see like you do. You seem like you deal with uh, flames well. I do. You want to trade recipes? My name may be um, my name may be Honey, but it should be traded because I love a good recipe swap. Why don't you leave a page um, here in this bin, and she shows you this bin where it says "Leave a recipe, take a recipe," and I'll put one in too, and you Ooh. can just pick out one you like. I'm putting a recipe in for like my my juiced up version of a strawberry jam. Oh, nice! I lean over to Lim upon noticing this, and I just go, in my normal voice, I'm just like, don't worry, half of it is just a bunch of quiches. These people are all squares. <laughs> What's a quiche? You can't hear me! <laughs> that was for me. That was for me. Like, thank you. Having like a vivid moment here, watching Kokia burp literal flames, and I just turn and look back at Finn like, right. Sure. <laughs> but I'm like inside I'm like, I don't know if I'm ever gonna eat Kokia's food again because I'm scared now. <laughs> the fear is real. Yeah. Uh I would like to turn to Emily and do the like little 
bend down thing that you do with like really short kids and just go, um, I, I have to apologize. I don't have a lot of, um, money on me, uh, but I do want to compensate you for, uh, taking us through, through, through this place and leading us here. Um, would you like me to buy you? Well, I look around. Is there like a, <laughs> like, I know kids like sweets. Is there like a, um, I'm looking for Willy Wonka, all right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're looking for a candy stall. Just have so a, yeah, does someone have a candy stall? Yeah. I forgot the word. There's there's not Willy Wonka, but there is a candy stall, and there's oh. quite a commotion near it. So the the Willy actual Wonka. stall owner um, is scowling at this half-elf. There's a half-elf with who's basically Caucasian, so fair-skinned. They've got kind of like straw blonde hair, blue eyes, tons of freckles on their face. They got a wizard-like brown hat on that's decorated with a whole bunch of autumn leaves along the brim and along like the edges. Um, they've got like a tannish white shirt that's mostly hidden by like an orangey red shawl, kind of like an orange red gradient shawl. They got brown pants on, black boots, and kind of taking over this stall and commandeering it for themselves. Like they're, they're, there's no seats in front of the stall, but they're they are sitting on the table of the stall, and in the air, they are using illusion magic, and they're using just little small illusions. And what's really cool about their magic is, it's not just light; it is they're like manipulating leaves to form these illusions. Like there's there's a there's a little human girl with um that basically looks like the Wendy's logo. That that girl, there's a little human girl that looks like that, and She's just like ooing and eyeing as this elf is like twisting or twirling these leaves in the air with magic and they're turning them into, you know, a cat and then a dog and then a giraffe and just like it seems like they're taking requests and like and like Finn, you start to ask Emily a question and like halfway through she's looking over your shoulder at this elf. And she's like totally that like also works. <laughs> All right, let's go see the person doing doing the very easy cantrip magic. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that minor illusion is not. I'm trying to. I'm going under the guise of like a cleric, right? Because I have yeah. all these like cleric uh, cantrips now. Because my little funky little warlock pact boon. Thank you, Nick. Um, <laughs> I'm like I want to just show off and also do minor illusion, but that's gonna blow my cover because it is not a cleric spell. <laughs> so I'm like, Finn has a flashback to uh, his parents warning him not to do a different class other than cleric because minor illusion is not all it's cracked up to be. And there's a moment where he's just like, "Well, they were fucking wrong." Um, and I follow. Emily kind of shaking off the moment. Um, and I'll just... I guess I'll, I will watch, but I'll also sort of look at what kind of candy they have and try in vain to get Emily's attention to be like, which one Which one would you like? Yeah, so... I'll get you um, anything within reason. So you're like desperately... I'm not buying You're like desperately trying to get this kid's attention, but like... She must not see a lot of magic in her day-to-day life because, like, she thinks this elf is, like, the coolest thing ever. And as they are 
continue to do magic, there's a more of a crowd draws. And it seems to be a good thing until, Finn, you recognize this voice. Uh, it is the voice of the sheriff. Um, she lets out a low, <coughs> clearing her throat. Um, and for those that aren't, you know, aren't Finn and don't know this uh, lady, I shouldn't say lady, this person already, um, this is a drow with dark purple skin, short blonde hair. Her eyes are fully white. She has a lightly scarred face. She's wearing a green and white plaid shirt and blue pants and brown yeah. boots. She has a little shiny golden sheriff star in her chest pocket. And after clearing her throat, the crowd parts a bit. And um, and she kind of takes a step forward and she goes, How hard is it for you to understand a simple order? I told you, you cannot perform without a permit. Where, Where is your permit? I've asked you like three times just today where your permit is. And Wit, um, who had been, you know, doing some illusion spells with the leaves, drops the leaves to focus their attention on her, and they just go, oh, but I do have a permit. And she goes, really? Hand it here. And she lays her hand up flat, and they do some weird motion with their hands and pull a, pull something out of thin air, and it isn't until they uh, place it flat in her palm that you all see that it's a leaf and not a permit. And she just goes, If I wanted a leaf, I'd pick one up off the ground. Give me a permit or I'll arrest you here, right here, right now. And I, and I, and I need an arrest. I'm sick of giving you tickets because tickets mean nothing to you. As it is, the last time I gave you a ticket, you ripped it up and ate it. What kind of weirdo eats a ticket? And for here, I'm going to pause and see if the party wants to react at all. I think there was a thing with Ferenz going on in general chat. While this is happening. Oh yeah, we've just... Uh, uh, I'll say that Lim has taken the moment while they're all having their talk to escort Ferenz to a nearby inn to go rest for the day, since they're feeling a little uh, sickly from the teleporting. Yep, we can mm -hmm. have that happen. Hmm. I'm just gonna yeah. message Caleb real quick. I have a, kind of a weird idea. Um, I kind of sidle up behind the half-elf while <laughs> the sheriff is yelling at them. Um, and I just very, I just want to like whisper like, I'm going to cover for you. Is it all right if I touch you? I can help. And um, with, with the sheriff being right in, um, right within like earshot, they can't verbally reply. So they like twirl a leaf on their hat and as they twirl their leaf, the word yes forms on the back of it. And then almost as soon as it appeared, on the, uh -huh. leaf, the, the word fades away again. Okay. I, I clap a hand on this person's shoulder and I just go, Sheriff, um, excuse me. I believe this, uh, person probably left it at home. If you just give them a moment, I'm sure they could probably go and find it. 
um, and I would like to cast guidance on uh, this on the half elf. All right. To like sell the lie if they want to say anything. Yeah. So I'm gonna have you make the check though. So why don't you roll a persuasion check? And since I don't, I don't have this character's sheet quite ready yet, so if you wanna roll it and use guidance on yourself, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I can use one hand to like kind of buddy up to the half elf, and then other hand to guidance myself. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then Callie and Lim, because I saw that you typed that you wanna watch for anyone. For this. Um, I'm sorry keeping, like, an eye on you, moving through town, why don't you do your choice of perception or investigation? Um, uh, how about I'll let Callie roll with um, advantage? Because technically I said that oh. limb was looking for clothing. <laughs> <laughs> would I... Avery, would it be okay if I made a deception... Because I don't actually know if they have the permit. Oh yeah, that works. This is kind of a lie. Yeah, your choice. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Cool. So um, Corey, you're gonna let me do advantage instead? Yeah, just roll with Ooh. advantage and we'll say that yeah, I was just in. assisting. Okay. Uh with the D4, my deception check is a twenty-one. Ooh, nice. So um so wait, were you posing as like a religious figure right now, or just like a really, like, strong believer in Kadros? I was thinking I'd be wearing vestments, but clearly not Skystead vestments. Okay, so... If that makes sense. So um, similar to what I have actually in my inventory, but like, like kind of with an out-of-town flair. Like a little more, I think a little more uh, flashy than what yeah. people would wear around here. So... You seem flashy and important, and you seem respectful, respectful, uh, respectable. If I can talk to um, to her compared to um, our new friend here, so she just goes, "Well, the next time I see you, you better have it on you, or you really are going to jail." And with a heavy sigh, she walks away. Oh, um, excuse me, uh, sh sheriff, I didn't catch your name, um. Do you mind it? I actually need a little bit of help with something. If you're not too busy. I know you've got to watch people for the festival and all that, but, um, may I ask you a question? So, um, at this, she, like, softly sighs once more because she's just been so busy today with the festival, and she turns her back around to face you, and she goes, the name's Jamie Brimstone, but you can just call me Sheriff or Sheriff Brimstone. You or is just as the same to me, and um, depends on what kind of help you need, I guess. Um, just directions. Uh, I was wondering, I'm actually looking for two individuals um, who I've heard are very enthusiastic about gestures to my uh, cadres pin. Uh, I was interested in maybe speaking with them. I know there's a festival and they're running around. Do you know where I could find them? Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Goldenrod? Oh yes, they're probably they're probably um, preparing for the parade down at the um, down at the center of town because that's where the most space is for to do the floats and whatnot. So you're you're in the southern right. part right now. You're gonna need to walk. Uh, it's not too far. I'd say roughly five blocks, just further straight this way, and you should get to the center. Although they're pretty busy, they might not have it 
chance to talk to you. It's all right. I, not to sound pushy, but I, I'm very good at getting people to listen to me when I need to be. After you all, my, see- my faith is quite strong, but I've heard their faith is stronger. You do seem good with words, so I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad I was able to help. But I have I have a lot of stuff to do. Um, yes, unfortunately, of course. Uh, they and she motions to your little uh, wizard friend behind you aren't the only ones that I have to deal with today. So I'm gonna move on. No worries. Thank you for your time, Sheriff. No worries, just wish I got paid more. She sighs and she finally walks away. So, um, so Callie rolled a 13 for perception. And, um, okay, yes, yeah, so I guess it was only Callie rolling. So, um, I'm gonna say that Callie, you are trying to keep an eye up, but this conversation is really distracting and like the the wizard is it simple magic yes but there's something about them that's pretty distracting too so it takes you a while to notice but um there are two people that even though there's a crowd it feels like they're following you um and you're not really sure i mean it feels like they're following you but they're not really sure they're after you but they get your attention so you do notice two people that are that are drawn to you, or at least drawn to you, maybe someone else, um, but you fail to notice the third person. And the third, third per- the third person that approaches is this really tall Goliath man wearing a red shirt and like tannish brown pants. He's got like um, he's got like sandals on and a straw hat. And upon seeing our new friend, um, he says. God damn, I turn a corner and I feel like every corner I turn around, you're there. I'm really sick of seeing you in my town. All you do is spread bullshit about our gods. And not just bullshit, write out slander. Like, I can't even, I don't even know where you get this stuff. So you say shit like the tr- some sort of quote-unquote traveler exists and that the Raven Queen, Carlos and Cadros are evil when all they've done is help this town? Like, it wasn't until we started worshipping them and praying them that we had better crops and better business. Like, how how is that evil? You also spread horrible stories about the old heroes, the siblings of Valor, and how a lot of them were actually evil. Like, this sounds ridiculous. You sound absolutely, positively bonkers. And then you don't just stop there. You take it a step further in saying that the Raven Queen likes to corrupt people and kill people. And what the, what is corruption anyway? And you don't make any sense. And I don't like you spreading this sort of just nonsense to my town, especially not when my daughter's out for the festival. So the sheriff might have been kind enough not to arrest you, but I'm going to make you leave. So either you walk out of here, little elf, or I will throw you out of here. And he Whoa. does. He looks pissed. Uh, can I get... Hi! <laughs> uh, it's a me! Uh, this person is saying all this to Finn right now while we're in a, a group together. Me? This is um, saying it to a... Um, I can't remember if I said half-elf or elf, but anyway, some sort of elven wizard performer who has been performing without a permit and 
spreading the uh, messages that this Goliath just said they were spreading. Gotcha. Okay, I was about to, like, jump in, but <laughs> maybe I'll jump back out. <laughs> you can come look at textiles with me. <laughs> Wait, so this, this so this person uh, just this Goliath just rolled up yeah. and started talking shit. Yeah. Sorry, I spaced out a little bit. What was that, Flex? Marissa, this is where the illusionist is. The candy stamp. Yeah, they're talking to the illusionist. Like they're yelling at them, telling them they need to leave town. Do we like? Do we like, do we like the illusionist? Is he cool? They okay. Seem cool. Cool. I just I defended them. Like them. I just defended Finn them to the, already like I already defended them to the um the sheriff. Amazing. Uh can, can I like pop myself in between the illusionist and this dude and be like, uh, hey buddy, we need to take it down a notch. I don't know. You're kinda you seem like you got a lot of fire and maybe it's like time to chill out a little bit. Oh dear. Um, uh, Ixnay on the on down case. <laughs> yes, do a, do a persuasion check for me. Can I real quick cast guidance on Basil, please? I yes, don't want may. him to get fucked. And I would <laughs> also like to uh, <laughs> let Basil roll with um, advantage because oh no, okay. I'm terrified now. <laughs> oh, okay. Basil just rolling up to this Goliath like, whoa, dude, you gotta, there we go. you gotta simmer down, man. <laughs> okay, you can add a d4 to that. Fuck, my God. Do a check on the Goliath as well while Basil's getting up in his face. You can add a d4? Yeah. From uh, okay, so that's 24. Nice. So he he does like he's still pretty red in the face, but he takes a couple of deep breaths and he goes, "Oh, you're right. The Raven Queen and Kronos and Kadras would never approve of such violence." Um. Yep. It's it's like it's like it's like they're baiting me to hit them because who just would want who wants to who just wants to stand by and listen to someone spout such horrible nonsense about their beloved gods? Like seriously. God's corrupting people, making them evil? What is this, like, some sort of, like, fairy tale or, like, very obscure D&D podcast? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Ah. Well, uh, the second theory, pretty great. Pretty, pretty great. Uh, but I gotta tell you, bud, this whole, like, your one lane is the right way, maybe not the way to go about life, especially... Uh, when you could be respecting other people's uh, religious beliefs. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Of, uh... Wrong town, wrong town. <laughs> I just, can I not, can I, like, poke peace off and just be like, just, you just be like, wrong town, don't do this here, please. This is uh, not, never mind. Uh, uh, love the way <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we go we, to breakfast uh, every Sunday. Appreciate, uh, we, yeah. we appreciate your okay. enthusiasm, so thank you. Yep. This is when Pokia pops up offering the French toast for sure. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was a good moment to like squeeze in and have Basil be like, all right, everybody chill out, but maybe it wasn't. <laughs> no, no, no. You had the well, no, I'll I'll kind of like hopefully the Goliath goes away, but I will sort of lean into to you and explain like 
Yeah, so this town... Sorry, hold on. From what I can hear, this town does not take kindly to those who... Well, it depends on who you speak to. There is the Old Faith Church, um, who are a bit more accepting, and then there are the people who worship Cadros, Kronos, and the Raven Queen, who are very dedicated, including the Goldenrods, who I am here to see. Um, and at this point, I'll turn to the half-elf and go, Uh, I didn't catch your name. Well, we haven't really had a chance to talk, and, um... No. I am so sorry that you get so much abuse for just just doing minor illusion, good lord. So, it's just despite, a spell. Despite this, um, like, bickering going on, they do start to do their illusion magic again, but what's really, mm -hmm. um interesting about them is while they are doing a cantrip um they also cast a spell and um kind of noticing that the goliath still is pretty pissed it isn't backing off while they're doing their illusion cantrip the cast whole person and you you connect the dots <gasps> as Ooh. um the goliath Suddenly freezes and looks like awkwardly rigid. Well, now we're nice and calm, right? And you never really did appreciate my shows because you never really sticked around long enough. And the little the the the, the half out friend of yours kind of rubs it in and makes the the leaves dance right in front of the Goliath's eyes. Can I yeah, kind of walk up to him? I would like to walk up to him. And just go. You know, I could go back to my hometown and tell people that, well, perhaps other people are a bit more violent with their, um, worship of my god. Do you want me to tell them that? I can, I'm very good at remembering faces. I can tell them. And or are you going to back off? Well, I know you can't answer me because you are a little paralyzed right now, but... Yeah, so, um, the Goliath just, like, obviously can't talk, but, like, he can't move his eyes, so he does kind of, like, look at you. And he manages to, like, force his, like, eyebrows to move just a little, and, like, he's still, like, scowling at you just a little bit. Cadris would be very disappointed pointed in you. Why don't you make him proud and walk away? Ooh. Lim does that in character, by the way. <laughs> a little. So, Finn fights back a, a grin. Yeah, so your new friend's pretty happy. Goliath's not happy. You're all kind of standing there, and your new friend kind of waits a second to see what the Goliath does, and when the Goliath doesn't look any more angry, and kind of like eyebrows slowly relax, they um, release their cantrip, and then um, after releasing, not the releasing cantrip, they, they release the whole person, and after releasing whole person, um, I'm just looking at something real quick. They, um, they do something even more interesting, something that you haven't really seen before. So they draw up whole person, and in place of whole person, they cast two cantrips at once, so they have the illusion still going, 
and then they cast a message, and you can't hear what they say, but whatever it is, um, the Goliath starts to get really red in the face again, but then looks like your the your group, your party, reluctantly backs down and like stomps away. Oh man, I thought we were goners. <laughs> <laughs> we need to stop picking fights with guys much bigger than us. We did and not pick the fight. He picked the fight. He I'm, came up and started yelling. I'm six three, so like, so oh, that, that was taller I mean, than you. I keep forgetting what? that Basil is like actually really tall. Yeah, Basil's six three. I just want to tell people at home, Basil's six three. <laughs> Finn is only like five ten. Basil's canonically the tallest member of the party, except for friends. I think might also be six three, but like, good, good God. Uh, I like. In my head, he does slouch down, so, like, he's shorter most of the time, but, like, right now, he's like, um, I'm pretty tall, so his shoulders are back. (laughs) Oh, you're right. Looking at, uh, Basil. Oh, am I alright? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, sorry I spaced out for a while there, guys, uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm doing pretty good, uh, feel pretty good about this. Uh, don't feel great about what happened just then, but feel good about everything else. Well, I I, I kind of maybe notice that the uh, half elves sit there, and I say in care in my you know Leslie Larry persona, I just kind of go, <laughs> "Well, I did hear they were a little enthusiastic, and an enthusiastic was heavily euphemistic for a little bit crazy." So, um. Well, and I still didn't I, get your name. I look at the half elf. I, 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 perhaps I should introduce myself. And I hold that hand. And I go. Um, my name is Leslie Larry. <laughs> um, they go. It is nice to meet you. But instead of shaking uh, your hand, they put like a leaf in your hand, and they go, "That's my card." And at first, it just looks like a fucking leaf oh. they pick up off the ground. But as you pull your hand back, it, the like. Parts of the leaf crumple away till it is a rectangle, and then words pop up on that rectangle, and that rectangle says the Autumn Wizard on the front, and then (laughs) on the back, there's just a little Remembrance Guild symbol. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. Um, (laughs) I will nod. Man, it's killing me that I don't have a message. Um, uh, can I just sort of surrept- surreptitiously make sure that people aren't, like, looking, or at least, like, listening in? Because the walls are in this place. Technically, Callie and Lim have already done that. So, I mean, I guess oh, okay, if you want to, like, recant that. Because we definitely already no, wrote, no, no, like, some, some checks earlier. No, I think I could, like, make eye contact with Lim and just... Thumbs up. Wait, is it really following us? Yeah, there's two people. Uh Oh, Oh, yeah, because I I missed that part. I'm going to say say that at this point, uh, the Autumn Wizard clocks the two people too, and kind of after noticing them, they go, Wait, I have an idea. And they pull out some more leaves from their bag, and they go, this looks weird, but just listen. So if you would like to talk without being overheard, 
and I don't really know what your thing is because Farron didn't tell me much. Um, anyway, if you eat these leaves, you can cast message until you go to the bathroom. So while the leaf is in your <laughs> body, you can cast message. So here's a leaf oh. to eat. Does the leaf taste like anything? It tastes. Well, like I was a, a little hungry coming here. It tastes like a, okay. Let's <laughs> see if it's fable fit. I eat the leaf. I also <laughs> immediately eat the leaf. Hold on, it's in my hands. Sorry, y'all. You can't just take stuff out of my hands. I'm sorry. We literally all you just want it, over, you grab a leaf, and just shove it into our mouths. I have more I'll leaves if you want more leaves. Yeah, you do that, and I'll cast. You do that, and I'll cast guiding bolt on you. Cookie is not even the kidding. leaves off the ground, whether or not, not they were from the wizard or not. <laughs> I will. I'm pretty so sure that was a regular leaf. Yeah, so if you eat a leaf <laughs> off the ground, it does nothing, except get a little dirt in your mouth. If you eat a leaf from the Autumn Wizard, you can now cast message until the next time you go pee-pee or poo-poo. And, um... <laughs> How many leaves are there? Um, there's enough where each person in the party can have one. <laughs> God. How many are uh, there? There's enough there's for the whole party. There's two pee-pee now. Okay, well, I'm offered one. Can I check to make sure there's no fake bullshit to it? Because I don't trust people. Yeah, you can do an arcana check if you want. How how many leaves are there? I've asked this like three times, so I'm sorry. There's enough sorry. for the whole party, so there's one, two, oh, okay. three, four, yeah. Yeah. I'll a lot of you. Uh, I'm like, sure. six. I'm probably going to master. Avery, what should I roll to uh, figure out if there's any famous to them concerning my background? Yeah, you can, um, you can all roll like an arcana check if you want. Oh, heck, sure. sure because we got a nat 20. I just want to be good. Share. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to figure out when that nat 20 is going to actually like, like, do something. Give me, give me, more. Give me more. Give me more. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I love it. Like, oh, nice. at first I thought coming in, maybe we'd be a little more serious, and then here we are eating leaves. Magical yeah. leaves. <laughs> right? That's I haven't eaten one yet. <laughs> I am watching Kokia and Callie wars over these leaves right now, wondering if it's even going to be worth it if I eat one. Oh, well, I mean, Kokia just fully flat just shoved it in her face. Callie's <laughs> like, this seems sus as fuck. I think I got a nat 20, so I'm highly focused on this. I think Basil looked at it and was like, all right, seems seems like some bullshit, but then like just immediately inhaled the leaf. Yeah, so um so Callie um well I'm gonna say probably everyone but Lim. Um you kinda like give your some of you more close more closely than others, because I know Kogia was really into the leaves, but some of you to various degrees kinda like inspect your leaf and um it isn't until your gaze shift from the leaf to um, the autumn wizard that you realize that, you know, the leaf, is it a weird magic item? Yes, but it is a magic item. So there's nothing fey about the leaf, but there is something fey about the autumn wizard. And it isn't until, like, you know, you stop inspecting the leaf and shift to the wizard that you notice that their pale skin has a faint orange tint to it, and along their neck you can see some veins, but the veins aren't regular veins, they're like maple leaves forming the veins. Um, so you kind of get the vibe that the Autumn Wizard is either 
partial or full fae, maybe. Either way, they're not just, like, a regular half-elf. So eating this thing from them will not bind me in a weird-ass contract? <laughs> no, it will not. Okay, oh I will say it. I like the leaf. So I'm gonna say that um, for the people who've asked the uh, past the the little like vibe inspector check, um, you notice that it is a maple mm -hmm. leaf, so there is a bit of like a maple flavor and limb. Um, they gave you a leaf. Most of them are maple, but you got one that wasn't, and yours really just tastes like if you picked up grass and put grass in your mouth. <laughs> oh, I regret that. That wasn't that bad. That's pretty good. I'm gonna chase it down with another bite of French toast. <laughs> maple leaves and French toast. Hey, you you're the ones with the maple leaves. I just got the regular ass leaf. Oh right. Okay. But just a regular leaf, man. I can I kind of lean over to Finn and like kind of whisper something to them. Yeah, go for it. Uh do you want us to hear? Because I can take my headset off. <laughs> oh no, you guys can still like hear. It's just like I feel like Basil is Finn adjacent right now. Uh so Basil leans over to Finn and is like I'm just trying to like whisper it so the wizard doesn't hear, not so like the entire potty party can't hear if they want to. Potty. Potty. Did, you take, did you eat one of the one of the leaves that they offered? Oh oh my gosh, I did. We can just coins. We can just message uh, each other, yeah. Basil points at Finn. Uh and wait, that's not actually how message works, is it? No, it is. That's exactly how it works. You, you okay, point okay. at someone you want to send a message to, and it telepathic. Yeah, that's exactly how Great. it works. Basil points yeah, at right. Finn uh, and does like a little bop, so he's like pointing at everybody in the party except <laughs> for the wizard, and um, uh, kind of just says, "By the way, uh, this situation seems kind of sketch, so I just wanted y'all to know." Uh, uh, for some reason, uh, I can, uh, charm person now, uh, so just so everybody, uh, knows that, uh, uh, it's why I can charm person, a little bit of a traumatic background thing, but, um, just in case, you know, that's needed in this weird town. Okay, goodbye, I'm hanging up the phone now, and then he stops pointing. <laughs> oh, we need to protect these little busts. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, I just, I don't even message back. It's just not like, that's definitely a weird thing to say, but alright. Okay. Um. Would I be able to clock the, I know that, um, uh, Hallian Lim noticed the two people following us. Yeah, I was gonna say, I would, uh, point to you guys and just like, hey, so that Goliath was cut. Like, I didn't spot them, but there are two others who have been following us for a while. I've been trying to keep an eye on them. I'll message back. What do the two other people look like? Yeah. They look so, like a-holes. They look like a-holes. <laughs> so, the two other people, um, so this is like an autumn festival, so some people are wearing regular clothes, some are wearing costumes. The two people following you, um, they have um, kind of like just regular farmer clothes, like, you know, simple shirts, you know, either brown or blue pants and like some boots on. 
Uh, but they're both wearing like jack-o'-lantern masks, so you can't see what their race is or anything like that. Ah, beans. Okay. You can't see their hands or anything? Yeah, they're also wearing gloves, so... I think it's time for a costume party. Costume party? (laughs) (laughs) I'll find known. I would have brought my own costume. (laughs) This is my costume, Jesse's of investments. Oh, speaking of, I forgot to pick a mask for the session. That's what that's what Lim's wearing right now is a cool mask. I just don't know which one yet. <laughs> also a pumpkin mask. You're like, we're on the same team. But <laughs> pumpkin mask. Hey guys, do you some help following those guys? I definitely wasn't with them two seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to keep an eye on them as we go, but don't we need to get to like where we're going? Get to yeah to Finn's parents. Yeah. Um. I'll message the party and be like, I did. The sheriff told me where to find them. They're in the parade, which worries me a little bit. Because if, if, if Farron is right and my parents are corrupted, that would be really bad. Because, like, it's kind of hard to, like, Make your parents respect you when they're, like, super into a, a god that you don't worship anymore. I'm revealing too much. We should go. Um, yeah, so my parents are kind of catos crazy. Yeah. Uh-oh. I mean, this whole town is, but yeah, they especially. Um, the audience yeah. says. <laughs> yeah, they're... Yeah. Yeah, I'll try to keep an eye out on those two if we want to head towards center of town because when stuff starts popping off it's really gonna pop off also yeah uh autumn wizard thanks for this this is this is a nice trick yes thank you uh wizard this was very interesting and do do go find that permit please or or make a fake one at least well i was working on it but she kind of interrupted me before i finished the leaf one because the leaf one's supposed to turn into like a real one but she caught me like halfway through and Uh. Yeah, it's a bit of a mess, but um, you know, I am a bit of a a traveling performer, so I tend to forget about permits, but I will say the one pro about failing permits is I make for a good distraction, so I noticed you got two pumpkin idiots following you. I don't really know what that's about, but I could find out and uh, do a little, do a little magic, something a bit fancier than this, and like, they motion to like their little, like, weave illusions, um, and they say, um, so I can't be everywhere and I, and I can't, there's only so much I can do, but I don't really know why you're looking for the golden rods. Cause Farron didn't really go into much detail, but they did tell me enough where I'm willing to help you. And I know that you're either trying to get into the guild or are in the guild or I don't know, something either way. Um, just to, just to, just some advice amongst friends, uh, keeping the demigod with you and the motion to end, great idea, um, touching the golden rods, bad idea, letting the golden rods touch you, bad idea, going inside the mm-hmm. church, which is their home turf, bad idea, um, resolving this sooner rather than later, good idea, um, Stopping the parade from happening, also a good idea, unless you want to deal with a whole town of corrupted people, because rumor has it that the whole corruption thing 
is going to be spread by the candy that, you know, they have, you know how they throw candy out in parades? Rumor has it that they're going to put some corruption on the candy and then throw candy and everyone likes candy. So then the whole town be corrupted through candy, which I don't know if it's, it's disturbing in more ways than one, because how could you do that to candy? Also, I guess it's a metaphor for caddies and also I don't want to be corrupted by evil gods. So anyway, I'm rambling. I'm going to go try to distract our friends. And if you ever need me, you've got my card and um, they hand your party one more leaf and then they skip away. I think it's almost break time, actually. It is. So I think we're going to break time. We are going to take our five minute break now and then we will come back to keep playing. So let me throw the be right back screen up. I have a really cool idea once we What's get there. Oh, okay. Dun dun Sorry, dun. Sorry, no spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I was like... So sooner Avery's like, hey! So, <laughs> so Avery messages me a couple weeks back and is like, hey, for no reason at all, what does your character's hometown look like? And I'm like, Avery... I'm, I'm, I, I do in fact only have half a brain cell, but that half brain cell is intelligent enough to figure out why you're asking me this. Um, so, yeah. I like um, how that was like, for no specific reason. I don't think that's what they actually said, but it kind of had that tone of like, the Avery totally was just like, uh, hey, can I, can, can I get some more from you real quick about <laughs> so I'm like, uh... Sure! I do like me some world building fear. Yeah. Um sorry, I feel bad, like I'm just like taking charge, but like I feel like that's sort of what Finn's doing, you know what I mean? Just being like Right. <laughs> yeah, well, I yeah. Sure if the, the cantrip was gonna hit everybody, including the autumn wizard, which is why I was trying like kind of was trying to be like yeah. not saying your parents. I'm pretty sure messages only one person, but like, I mean, I, yeah. fuck, I don't know. <laughs> these, these are magical leaves. We could hit multiple yeah, people. We, we, like, who knows what happens? Yeah, we've we've seen the 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 raw rules of message. Right. We're like, eh, this is a nice suggestion. Let's who fuck needs with this rules. Who needs rules? <laughs> no, they said stop. It might be a good idea to stop the parade. Flux and I are both like, oh, we can stop a parade. Oh yeah, <laughs> just shut, set it on fire. As soon as Avery mentioned like, oh, someone like lights up, I'm like, oh my god, please burn down one of the stalls because Finn does not like the vibe here anymore because he's been out for long enough to realize that the vibe here is so fucked up. I was gonna try. Flux, your gif of. In sync, like that's exactly. I actually imagined like boy band dancing was what Basil was doing when oh he was like finger pointing at all of everybody. <laughs> so that was perfect. I'll be your backup character. <laughs> yes. Your backup character is just one of the guys from In Sync. Every oh, conversation no. Kokia and Basil have from now on is just like via message and In Sync dancing. I mean, Lim Love does that. have a background as an entertainer, so as far as you guys are concerned, yeah. Lim is a member of NSYNC. 
can be I can be any member of NSYNC at will. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're a changeling. You can just all of them at once. I want to be Justin Timberlake for the rest of the match or for the rest no. of the session. <laughs> so you you are shifted into the body. Oh God, I actually don't know the members of NSYNC other than Justin Timberlake. That's you're, the only one I know. Okay, cool. You're you're shifted into the body of one of the other guys, and then you have the mask of um, Justin Timberlake to confuse people. You're like, I am the entirety of NSYNC. It's like, aren't there like three more guys? What are, in fact, the members of NSYNC? Jody Fatone's Frosted Tips. Oh, Jody Fatone, yeah. Frosted Tips, yeah. They all did at one point. That's true. What a word of bandana. Yeah, that. All of So candy has the corruption. We need to figure out what the candy is before they can start passing it out. Who knows? I could distract them if y'all want. We to. have half of the candy already in Kokia's oh, pockets. No, we need yeah. distraction down. I don't no. know if that. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> that felt more like flavor text, but if it look, I'm not seeing any checks, so. <laughs> Ferenz made a slight of hand check forever ago, but <laughs> I don't think it's that candy. I think it's different candy, but that's not a bad idea. And I'm back. Just y'all steal the candy out of industry. Hey, back. Whoa. Well, so I, an idea. I actually was back for a little bit. I was like, I came back at we were talking about oh. dancing while casting message, and then shape shifting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Was so Us being funny. like, oh yeah, Joey Fatone, Justin Timberlake, and the other three. <laughs> the other three that so sort mean. of don't matter. There's more men than Which Justin Timberlake? Just kidding. Wait, Lance Bass matters. You or know what, that, you're right. Uh, yeah, no, Last Pants does. Lance, what did, Last, Last Pants. Pants. <laughs> that's, that's my new cover name. Last Pants. I should be one of your so you see the shape of my heart. <laughs> the name of the VOD is Last Bands. No, that's last. That's the episode name. <laughs> when Lim shifts into a nondescript member of NSYNC, it's gonna be Last Bands. <laughs> it's all five of them together, <laughs> like a horrifying. Anyway, I think Hale Hale had an idea for what we could do. I think yes, Basil had an idea. Uh, so Basil just like casually grabs Theodore and <laughs> um who got past the last leaf I'll say that it was me since I had like the lowest of like the perception checks and I just got the regular leaf you also well, had a regular leaf I had a regular Avery, leaf I thought you said we got like one extra leaf just randomly no I got one for each of the party members I kind of want to see what you have in mind, so I'm gonna retcon it and say that you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna give this. We had a couple extra. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, Basil just like kind of is like, so I know uh, what we're doing is probably time sensitive right now. Honestly, I've been chilling with my rat for a while, uh, but it would be maybe 
an idea if we were to pass a rat-sized leaf to Theodore, uh, because, uh, Hug seemed to know him, and Hug got, you know, possessed by the Raven Queen, and maybe, I don't know, he could give us some, like, insight on, uh, the overarching of what the heck we're doing. If, uh, if he knows how to cast Messenger. I was gonna say, if we give message to Theodore, can we, can we talk to him? Well, totally poops, at least. I'm totally, well. <laughs> Theodore, don't you, don't you poop. <laughs> You're don't not allowed poop. to poop anymore. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this, anyway. is, this is the real race against the clock to see if we can message us before right. that happens. Uh, everybody in favor of Theodore uh, eating a leaf, raise, raise your hand. I've already taken one of the leaves and I'm just holding it up to Theodore. <laughs> Oh. Now he raises the hand. She wants to see what happens. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, um, you give a leaf to Theodore, and it takes him the second, takes him a second to, like, really process and realize what it does. And as soon as he does, he points his little rat finger at, um, Basil and goes, Really? A unicorn onesie? <laughs> is it like a really deep man voice? Yeah, it's it's really? like it's like a really deep a man voice. Onesie? Really, a unicorn onesie. <laughs> Basil points a finger back at Theodore and says, "Listen up, buddy. Uh, you don't work or pay for any of our food. So honestly, <laughs> like, when you can give me money for that, you can complain about the th- the unicorn onesie." <laughs> Be nice, Theodore. Listen, when you get a you job, you can buy your own clothing. People you don't can't hear pay this. rats. People don't pay rats. If anything, they try to kill me 99% of the time. So excuse me for not having a copper, but by the way, would be the size of my head. How do I carry around money? Please tell me. Well, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm so sorry that I cared enough about you in the cold to put you in a unicorn onesie. I'm so sorry. And he just he just sighs and he goes, "Well, you when when you put it like that, I suppose it's fine for now. But I would really like to not be a unicorn. So if we could find some rat clothes, I would really appreciate it. Like a rat onesie. You can take Theodore around because I wanted to look at seeing if they could find some more like civilian appropriate clothing. So at your suggestion of a rat wearing a rat onesie, Theodore just face palms." <laughs> Lim, I pull out, um, I pull out my old Cadras vestments, um, and I just, just very quietly go, uh, no, I message you and I go, this might help you blend in, or it could be very, very bad, but, do you want to try these? there was this adorable little paisley, uh, blazer down the way that I was eyeing with this whole time. And the people in this town make pays. All right, you know what? <laughs> Hell yeah! I put the vestments back in my bag. Somebody in the chat said that we should go back to Honey and ask if they know someone who makes rat clothes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were kind of on a time crunch. Maybe if we have time and everyone doesn't get corrupted. And Theodore, speaking yeah. of Theodore, speaking of time crunch, his like little nose like wiggles in the air. 
I smell candy, a lot of it, in that direction. And he points to, like, where, um, where the sheriff had also directed that the golden rods were going to be. So it seems like the, the floats and, like, candy are all in, like, the same location. Nice. Uh, all right, let's go. Yes. So y'all wanted to steal the candy. I think and, like, it would take be a better idea it. to burn it. Well, that's going to cause a scene. Is there but some way we can... Mm. Yeah, I think that's the the best way to go about it. How do we distract... Is there some way we could distract me? I mean, I guess I could start preaching about cadres. I could just pull together what I remember from my parents' sermons and just, just you know cobble together a Frankenstein's monster of like pro cadres shit and just give everyone a rousing speech before the parade starts while the rest of the party goes and takes shit. Also I just wanna say I just wanna say the mention of burning things. One of you does have Stephen and save and Stephen goes, Yay! Arson Arson it is. Please, please, I message you and I go, please don't burn down my hometown. Just the idiots. Just the assholes. It's birds? Not every. I message Kokia and I'm like, just so you know, I can throw fireballs. So let's fucking do it. I recently learned how to burn fire. <laughs> That's Got a couple extra kebabs? Yeah. Mission solved. Yeah, let's 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 at least start heading over there and like see if we can suss out like where shit is, where I could maybe jump up and start distracting people. People with knives are good at distracting too. I I would like to go with my plan mm -hmm. if that's okay with y'all. Okay. If we're being silly. If anyone has a better idea, feel free to suggest it, but this is something that Finn knows really well, and he can... I can be very loud and very distracting. <laughs> what exactly is the plan again? Um, well, very loosely, I jump up on a soapbox somewhere. I distract the people who are... I give, like, a little pep talk before the parade of, like, Catters will be proud of you. This is what we've been working for for so long. Uh, they'll shower you with love, etc. And y'all take care of the candy. But what y'all do with the candy, I, I don't know. And remember, like idea, if you touch corruption directly, you'll get corrupted, so you need to, like... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, fireball might be a good idea. I that's what I thought. See, that's what I thought. <laughs> Arson always solves problems. Yeah, so I see the flux asked how many random animals are near. So you know, you don't um the the Raven Queen, Kodos, and Kadros love their birds, so there's a lot of ravens and owls and some pigeons. There's also squirrels and uh rats and stuff like that. Yes, flux that are here. Like they're just—it's a small, like rural town. So like, they got a lot of like small creatures that just like run around or fly around. You know. 
It could be worth it, Flux. No, that seems like a really good idea. Yeah. Distractions while the people who have fire slash can do distance shit get the corruption. Ooh, what spells do I have? I'm I'm willing to try it. I also just really want to try one of them kebabs, honestly. And if it makes me breathe fire, that's even better. Hell yeah. Okay. So uh, there's a bunch of rats around? Or smaller smaller mammals? Yeah, so you got you got a few you got a few rats, a few squirrels, a few birds. Yeah, okay. Doodle, yeah. I want to combine speak with animals with animal friendship. And all the legged animals. I want to suggest to them that there are predators encircling the town. And try to create a panic. Oh, love me a good old-fashioned panic. Let's oh, do it. <laughs> do you need okay. help with that? Can I give you something for that? Sure. Um, you want to do bardic inspiration on this? I want. I want this to go. I want this. Yeah. I want to see a panic here. <laughs> yes. Do they need okay. to make a check? Yeah, I figure animal friendship. They have, it's a it's a wisdom save of eleven, but anything with the the beast intelligence is four or lower automatically succeeds. Oh shit! Or wait, am I reading that right? A wisdom saving throw if their intelligence is four or rather. If it's so higher, higher, the spell fails. So the question is, how smart are these woodland creatures? And city creatures. I, I, no offense, but I doubt they're very smart. <laughs> yeah. Well, the people yeah, aren't that no smart. Way. How do you think? How smart do you think the animals oh, are? Oh, one of them. So I'm just, I'm just gonna say that this fucking works, and um, yeah. what's really funny. <laughs> Is so there was so a few mammals you saw out like there's a few like on the streets and roofs there's a few that you saw and they start panicking but you're so good at this that rats start coming out from like basements so like you're scaring the the rats and other small creatures out of their hiding spots and now there's just like little animals running all over the road. You have to grab Doodle to keep her from taking off. <laughs> <laughs> Here, that's fine. Right. fine. Candy time, you like, thank you, mother, for the feast. <laughs> thank you, mother. No, please. Okay. Yeah, no. No one eat the candy. That would be bad. Who wants kebabs? I'll take one of those. Yeah. Start passing out kebabs. Um, can we? I'm so. I'm really sorry to do this, but can we like actually take care of the candy instead of doing this other stuff? Because like, yeah, we're almost out of the session, and also um, it's kind of a time crunch. And also, I can't tell what Alicia and Flux are saying because they keep cutting in and out. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's okay. I mean, so the distraction has been made. That's what. That's what that that last part. Yeah. Are people have people been chased away from the where the candy is? Yeah. So a lot of people are like. Running, screaming because of the rats, or trying to catch, you know, the animals or whatever. Um, a lot of people have like vacated the area, 
But there is one little problem, and that little problem is um, there is a float with the bag of candy on it. And um, that little problem is your two pumpkin friends and your mother, Finn, have not budged oh, from fuck. their spot on the float. Um, I would like to say that I have Charm Person and three empty spell slots. <laughs> I also have Charm Person and three empty spell slots. So, I think Basil kind of nudges Finn, because Finn seems like the leader in kind of this, what's happening right now. And it's like, hey, uh, uh, long story. Anyway, um, you know the thing I mentioned earlier? Uh, I can make, uh, uh, these uh, nightmarish-seeming people, no offense, I know that's your, you know, but I can make... Okay, uh, I will say, the, um, like my, actually, can I point out, my mom actually doesn't look like Finn much at all. She looks, she's a tiefling. Um, oh! But I will tell you, like, yeah, so that's my mom. Um, but, um, doesn't Charm Person, don't they know that you tried to cast it? That's a really yeah. big risk, Basil. My mom they can be now. pretty scary. My mom can be pretty scary. And also those two those two were following us the whole time. Hmm. Uh do we wanna take the risk with charm person or no? I what mean I feel like this is gonna option? be I mean this is I feel like this is gonna be a fight. A fight? I mean how else are we gonna get there? So the two people that are follow that were following us are now like they're on the float. They're on the float with, the with Finn's with parents. My mom, yeah. With just Finn's mom. Yeah. With the candy. A, yeah, a tiefling woman with like a the Azula Bob that she gets like in season three. Oh, Flex wants to do a nature check on the people on the float. Yeah, go for it. Oh. Ooh. My mother's nature is that she fucking sucks. <laughs> anyway, in <laughs> character, I want to fix her. Anyway, yeah. So, um, Kokia. So there's, you know, there's the two pumpkin-headed, pumpkin mask, I should say, humanoids. Um, the one on the left. Um, what's freaky about them is they're not really. They're not actually a humanoid, but rather a really complex mimic meant that's been like made to be human shaped and is like walking on two legs. So they're basically that that the the left pumpkin mask person is actually really a pumpkin. It's kind of like a mix of like a golem mimicky thing. Like that's basically just a plant turned into a murder pumpkin. Is what that one is. Um, the other one seems to be. Like, not plant, but you're not really sure what the other one is. Okay. Okay, so I couldn't charm person the so technically, there's only there's only Technically, there's only two people that would be susceptible to charm person, and the other oh, one is a mimic. That's a good point, actually. So it would be possible. Yeah. Okay, Basil, yeah. I have an interesting idea. I, but I know for a fact you're going to be on board with me on this one. I'm already on board, buddy. I know. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Basil and Lim are going to like high five and we're, I, I for one would like to cast charm person on, I guess I'll go for Finn's mom. <laughs> Let's just <Yes>. do it. <laughs> okay. And I will cast charm person on the pumpkin that, uh, can be charmed. Okay. So yeah. remind me what I need to do. Is it DC 12? Um, let me, let me uh, they have to one. get a wisdom save of 11 or higher, I think. All right, let me just look up a stat block real quick. Okie dokie. Well, my mom has to get a 12 or higher because Lim's DC is 12. <laughs> yeah. Nah, one, nah, one, nah, one. So, this is going to be... Um, this is going to be Finn's mom right here. And then this will be the pumpkin, pumpkin person. That's not the plant one. Oh, we did that backwards. Hold on. So Finn's mom got oh my a fucking god, and the uh, the pumpkin ass person that's actually a person got a seven. Oh yeah, but we've done it, Holy huh? Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, so the other pumpkin person is just plant, right? Plant mimicky yeah. thing that um, upon seeing you, the. The mask cracks and it shows like a jaw and a jaw opens and it growls at you. Interesting. Um <laughs> shoot. I mean I could light I could try to light him on We've tr well, look, you guys are both charm person Mrs. Goldenrod and the pumpkin person. Why not just go talk to them? Oh just get that's true. thing. I was gonna set it on fire. So just lighting them on fire too, but <laughs> please don't burn my mom. Arson uh, fixes everything. <laughs> yeah. As a, message, as a message to Finn, uh, Callie will say, "I also still have my bracelet here that will let me teleport through space." So I mean, you guys could You're also distract, and I could do some stuff on the float. I yeah. didn't. I messaged back. I didn't know you had that. That's really cool. Yeah, this thing that I'm always wearing, and she'll point to like it's like a bracer, her arm bracer. That's what this does. Oh, you got it working! Hell yeah! The bracer's always been working. It's the gun I can't get working. Oh, mm. gotcha, gotcha. All right, I don't have anything to set the thing on fire, but uh, I mean, I can try gun. We'll see if I don't know. Maybe first we gotta first. We, well, first we gotta get the two of the well, the three of them away. Yeah, yeah. Just the two of them. I don't mind burning the mimic. Mimic. Uh. I have a cantrip, and I can set the candy on fire. So, we just need to get them away, and then... Yeah. I have produced flame. Cool, cool. Who's gonna oh, yeah. go talk to them? Uh, Do I you think guys want me to come with? I can guidance you guys. Either that, or I was gonna say, I mean, me and Basil, or Basil have already charmed them, so they basically would yeah. just follow us wherever now, so... Yeah. Oh, okay. All we have to do is go, out, go up to them and just be like... Do our thing, I guess. I don't know. 
Yeah. You could lure them over to me, maybe? Because I am here ostensibly to be like, oh, I want to learn more about this Church of Cadros that I've heard so much about. But no touchy, Uh, obviously. Kokia and Callie are going to, like, wander off to the side and try to, like, do something to sweep around behind them without seeing them, basically, while you guys are doing your thing, okay? Good idea. Good. Set that shit on fire. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. I haven't charmed them, but I'm I'm a good liar, so I could just accompany y'all. So, um, are, so is the other is the mimic gonna like attack us if we try to like lure them away from the float? I mean, I guess there's only one way to find out, but you might want to have the charm people tell the mimic to back down because it is like growling and like ready to bite you. Mm. I'm gonna like put my hand gently on, I guess, Mrs. Goldenrod's shoulder and just don't, be like, don't, 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 don't touch her, please. Don't Actually, touch don't her? touch her. Okay, yeah, no, she's corrupted. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'll just message you immediately and just be like, don't touch, please. <laughs> She's corrupted. Psych and high five myself. <laughs> I reach out and high five you. <laughs> uh, what am I? Oh my gosh. I didn't think this far ahead. Uh, Do you want me to Kind, madame. Oh. I noticed that your friend here seems a little aggressive. Um, is there any way that I could just, you know, reassure you and let them know that let you know to let them know that there is just absolutely nothing to worry about right now if you would just follow me this way off safely off of the float that would be phenomenal ma'am and charm person's like you know setting in so she's like a little bit confused and because she's also corrupted like that's kind of like (laughs) making her a little confused too and she it takes her like there's an audible pause before she says why you know, such a loyal worshipper. You, I, I couldn't let my mimic hurt you. And she does call for the mimic to um, back down. She goes, I can't believe I was about to have them attack you. I feel so bad. And um, she, you know, the mimic does call off, and I'm. Stop, you know, looking like it's going to attack you. You guys step down um, and step away. You're having them walk toward Finn. What was that? That was the plan, correct? Kind of, just leading them away from the float. Yeah. Okay. I just, I'm, I'm very obviously just like very flashy, very clearly a worshiper, loyal servant of Cadros, just sort of just standing there and, and waving and smiling. Okay. Ooh, also so, a fun notice. We are currently being raided by Bosscat Designs with a party of three. Whoa! Whoa! Welcome, Hello, welcome. Bosscat Designs. We're thank up you. Right now, but thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thanks for the raid. Um, so for the sake of time, I'm going to say that they do end up coming in your direction, Finn. And um, although you're not, although they did come over here and for the most part charmed, um. Your mother kind of shakes a bit as she walks, and she moves to stand by you. And just as she stands by you, her shaking stops, and her head tilts at like a weird angle, almost bird-like. And she's and a voice comes out of her that doesn't sound familiar. It sounds 
echoey. Like it's like the voice is in like a cave or something and the voice goes, you may have charmed her, but you can't charm a god. And then almost <laughs> as soon as the voice said that, um, the head untilts and straightens out and she becomes like fully charmed once again. I fully put like a hand over my heart and I'm like, you must be Mrs. Goldenrod. So that bit was said, um, and you're now, um, charmed mother, after having a god speak through her, goes, um, why I am, Miss Gold Mrs. Goldenrod, it's so nice to meet such another fellow worshipper. Um, I don't know your name, but you seem friendly. Oh, my name is Leslie Larry. I come from Alphos. I heard there was quite a dedication to Kadros in uh, Skystead, and I thought I'd come over with my companions and uh, try, I just sort of waffle on for a bit and like say like, it's, it's so good to meet you. And like, I just want to fully just like distract her while uh, Callie and Kokia do their thing. Yeah, so Callie and Kokia, we are a little bit over time, so I'm going to have you wrap up. So if you want to make this explode, you now have an opportunity to make this explode or burst into flames. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we're going. We're going to sneak around the back. What's your plan, Flux? Uh, off and fail. Uh, yeah. So, so Koki is going to eat a spicy kebab and fail it. And uh, Callie's going to realize that her gun is functioning, and she is going to oops, pushing the buttons. I'm going to cast um, uh, burning hands, please. Thank you. Nice, nice. That's, yeah, so. Damage for burning hands. That's for funsies. Uh, that is 15 points of fire damage to the float slash candy machine. And whatever Kokia gets for breathing fire and burping all over it. Yep, so I'm going to say that between the two of you, this sucker and this float is like burning like kindling. And as it burns and turns to ash, um, black, black and the normal smoke comes out from it and forms a shape. And that shape is a big raven that goes, I won't forget this, foolish mortals. And then the smoke fades away. It's fun. All right, Koki, at five. Get. Get, get the fuck out of here now. How are you? <laughs> oh, no! Some... Oh, y'all get to high five in person, too. Oh, no! Aww. Some miscreants have set fire to the float! Oh, no! no. <laughs> oh, no! What do we do? In the, in the, in the Autumn Wizard... Oh, God! The Autumn Wizard, ever, ever the pal, um... Makes a point of walking with a pack of matches in their hand and goes, Oops! Oops! <laughs> <laughs> um, sees this and she goes, That's the last fucking straw. Get back here. And they like, Tom and Jerry chase each other in circles around the town. <laughs> sure. I love that. Oh my God. Basil and Theodore oh are just God. flipping off the raven cloud. <laughs> <laughs>
other floats here or is it just the one? Um, there are there are more floats, but the candy was all in one, so the danger has passed. For now at least. Okay. Callie will probably still check the others just in case because she's a paranoid bitch. Yeah, That's I don't valid. blame her. So we will we will continue from here next session because I do have to go to bed because I gotta work mm -hmm. tomorrow, but this was super fun. I'm glad that it <laughs> we had some fun oh my god. Um and I'm glad you I'm oh my glad god. you seem to I'm glad you seem to like oh, our sir. wizard. Right. Oh my oh my god. Finn finally talked to his mom for the first time in like a year. And, she and was it was charged. to be like Yeah. And then she opened her mouth and Cadra's tongue through and Finn's like, fuck. Damn it. Oh my god. Not the family reunion I was expecting, but hey. I'm surprised you know. they didn't stick fit, uh, end on her like immediately. Eh, it's fine. Wait, is Maybe it with us? I, I, I at this point I, I keep forgetting that anymore. <laughs> I like how the like, we have a little demigod, but we're gonna charm person and burn a float instead. I completely right. forgot that Ed was even with us. I also us. forgot oh, that Ed was with us. I, I have bad. no idea. And comes by with like a like a sack of matches and also drops him like, whoops. Basically. So that is a wrap. Thank you for the raid and listened and... Um, like I said, if you go MWN underscore pod on Twitter, you can find all our links and our wiki. And we play every other Wednesday, so not next Wednesday, but the Wednesday after. You'll see us again at 9.10 to 10.45. So thank you so much and good night, Oh, my everybody. God. We have another raid coming in. NB oh Gamer Bo, thank you for raiding with a party of six. Well, we literally are about to wrap up. <laughs> thank you very up, much. Thank you. We love you. Oh, you. Our, our episodes are on YouTube under Mothcat Gaming if you want to catch up. We also have Mistakes Where We Podcast on Spotify. So thank you, but we are ending. Love you, hugs. Narwhal disturbance. Narwhal disturbance. <laughs>